And we are live. Welcome to the FFS podcast. I'm your host, Praddy, and this is episode 24, part 2. Now, if you haven't heard part 1, I recommend you go back and watch it. Uh, we spoke about Manchester United and we previewed the Arsenal and Manchester United game. But that's all I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I'd recommend you go back back and watch that but if you're joining us right now i'd like to give you a small introduction as to how i'm preparing this small little sub-series of sorts uh basically i wanted to do it as like an advent calendar in december uh 12 day of christmas kind of thing but i thought it best that we wait till the end of the year and we i'm what i'm doing is i'm inviting guests from different clubs and we talk about and I've given them the liberty to choose their topic and we talk about it and we'll also get an understanding of what they felt was their favorite moment from last year as well as from the entire decade and what they'd expect from the next decade or so. So uh, before we get to introducing the next topic, I'd like to introduce my next guest. He's an avid Barca fan. He is a follower of the Messi Saya, but you pronounce it, you write it as Messi and ah, oh, whatever. And uh, yeah, so we, I wanted to have him previously on the show, especially when we were talking about the Ballon d'Or, but here he is nonetheless. So Aditya, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey guys, uh, my name is Aditya. I've been a Barca supporter since the age of eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, Barcelona is life. I mean, if there's someone who eats, lives, breathes, and... Uh, Sleeps, Barca, that's probably me. So, uh, anyways, glad to be on your uh, podcast, Bradley. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, I like take my if you don't take his word, take my word for it. He breeds Barcelona. I mean, Barcelona is everything to him. Uh, he's now one of those guys who says Barcelona is like a second team, Barcelona is like his only team. Yeah, uh, but but let's start off with the episode, and we're obviously. I mean, you can't talk about Barcelona without men- without mentioning Lionel or Lionel Messi. Uh, Lionel Lionel Andres Messi, yes, of course, yeah. So let's let's start off with 2019, and obviously Messi not only won the FIFA Men's Best Player of the Year, he topped that off by winning his sixth Ballon d'Or. Uh, yeah, I mean now he's one above Cristiano Ronaldo, and. I just wanted to get your thoughts as to what you felt when you watched him collect the trophy, watched him become now arguably the best player in the world. Honestly, you know, for me, um, the Ballon d'Or has always been a very controversial award because uh, you see everyone views the award differently. Some people view it as uh, if, if what is the Ballon d'Or? It depends on how you define it. That is how you're going to choose the player who you want to give it to. If you're going to think of it as an award, which a player makes the most difference to his team and helps them achieve you know, the pinnacle of success, that if you define it that way, then someone would get it. If you define it a way uh, that someone who's played the most crazy football the whole year, then there's only one person who would get it for the past I don't know, 15 years, uh, I mean, 12 to 15 years, that's Lionel Messi. Because he has been headed... Did you see the statistics that came out just like uh, uh, like yesterday or something about the whole decade? And they were giving 
the number of goals, most number of goals this decade, most number of assists this decade, most games won by a player this decade. You know who topped all three lists? Well, I I would want to say, I, uh, considering we're talking about Messi, it has to be Messi, uh, given that I think... It's a fact. It's a fact thrown into the picture. So when you talk about individual talent, there is no one who stepped on the football pitch uh, who has been more skillful than Lionel Messi? That's a fact. That is, that is. I mean, some. I'm sure the other side would always disagree because they're blind and they don't know. I'm not saying Ronaldo is not a great player. Of course, he is. He's a he's a hard worker. He's probably the the best athlete in the sport of football today. Probably one of the best athletes in any sport. I would not argue with that. But when it comes to football. There's only one genius, and that's La Messiah. You know, the little flea. There's no comparing him. And I was glad that he got it this year because it's well-deserved. Because, <clears throat> honestly, Virgil van Dijk, yeah, obviously, he, he, he played well. He, he really, Liverpool did play really well last year. And uh, he played an instrumental role in that victory, you know, the Champions League and stuff. And um, it's... Uh, I mean, I, I could I could get it why Messi just won by a few votes. I think seven or eight, right? Yeah, yeah, so, seven. Yeah, yeah, seven. So it's 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 quite understandable. But honestly, even Virgil Van Dijk said that you know he would give the award to Messi because, but, but Messi voted for uh, Sadio Mane, which clearly shows the kind of you know talent that uh, he has. I mean, you support Liverpool, of course, so that'll be a a pleasant surprise for you that Messi thought that Mane was the best player last year. Yeah, I mean, I that that was definitely a, like like I had to do a second turn, a double take, and to see that he actually voted because I would have thought that you would vote amongst the three that have voted. If not, otherwise you vote for your own uh, club club uh, colleagues uh, if uh, if that is a possible. But I mean, uh, I, the the statistics are ridiculous, right? I I I can't even argue against Messi's winning against Messi winning the Ballon d'Or because his statistics are crazy. It was I think fifty uh, games, fifty four goals, or something on the reverse, or something like that, and twenty three mm-hmm. assists. It, it's mad, and you can't forget when he had that season where he scored ninety one goals. I mean, whoever does that? Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. As much as you. As much as I like Cristiano Ronaldo, and you said he is the hardworking athlete versus Messi's natural talent, both yeah. I I hate the comparison because both are arguably you I enjoy both right. It's not like I am completely for Ronaldo and I hate Messi. Like mm. I am I like Barcelona I like Real Madrid more than Barcelona. That's been adamantly clear. But mm. I can't separate the two in a way. But like if you talk about a player who's dominated. One league for a decade or more. I mean, you can't look past what Messi's done, and I mean, yeah. some of the some of the goals, some of the, and more than that, I think the way he lifts up that Barcelona team, right? Mm-hmm. Given that, given that Barcelona without Messi is shit. It is absolutely- yeah, we struggle. We, yeah. we we I wouldn't shit, but yeah, we do struggle. Of course, see, it's like seeing. If you put Michael Jordan in a basketball team and you take him away, do you think the team is going to be the same with and without him? I mean, it yeah. I mean, yes, you miss that quality, but you know the 
drop in levels is what i'm looking at given that yeah, i mean Barcelona of course that, that's how yeah i mean see the thing is that we so every team goes through a transition phase right so we had the incredible 2015 season where we had the msn and stuff and then of course neymar made a few stupid decisions and decided to go to psg and so right after that was uh, the phase when you know like 2017 basically 16 17 was the phase when we went into like reconstruction so because a, a formidable attack was broken down and we had to get a new player and we've still been experimenting and honestly i feel griezmann is an amazing player but i feel he's still struggling to fit in i mean now he is starting to score the goals and stuff but i think we need someone not like griezmann i think griezmann has been brought in just as a long term replacement for suarez he's not the third wheel in the attack it has to someone else has to come in i think i mean mbappe would be my ideal choice because you know the speed i mean honestly if dembele was fit he would have been perfect because he provides that injection of adrenaline you know that's why i want mbappe because both of them are quite similar players to be honest it's just a one place in the wing and one place in the center but in in styles both are very similar both are depend on the injection of pace the sudden change of direction quick feet you know and of course finishing is out of this world and but dembele i would say is more talented than mbappe because uh he can use both feet and he's 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 incredible but mbappe of course has been fit and he's been able to keep himself you know on the pitch well and he's scoring goals and so and i mean i think mbappe probably has better composure in front of goal than dembele but apart from that both are almost the same and if 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 dembele is going to go away in the near future which i think might be possible i would like mbappe you know to join us because he's as a gem of a talent and with someone like messi around him for at least a couple more years you know he can really nurture this uh, the, the, this young frenchman you know yeah i mean like okay mbappe is like a hot prospect right he's probably been linked to i think three clubs if at the most right now i think it's got to be real madrid who he's always been who he's always admired zidane also pulled him when he played psg so that meme happened uh, barcelona because he's also admi- he loves he's also spoken about his admiration for barcelona and about messi and all of that and obviously now of recently it's been liverpool as well given uh, of late he said that he's played fifa as as liverpool he's met Jurgen Klopp uh, i think he met Jurgen Klopp when he was in monaco and klopp tried to get him early but he wanted to stay in paris which i think he's he has a lot of sense in in terms of how he wants to see his career progress i like that in a player that he's not just after the big teams that he knows he wants to progress first before approve himself rather before he takes that big step and but i mean let but talking about messi i mean what is it that why is he so efficient why is he so effective uh, apart from natural talent everyone knows messi as the player is the player to defend against or is the player to stop in a barcelona attack but why is he still proven to be that bigger nuisance to any opposition that's come along because it's you know first of all his technical ability you know 
you uh, you say uh, like you know there are videos that you see where it's like off camera and someone just takes out a cell phone or some small camera and they just catch something he's not even doing it for the cameras he's not doing it in the game he just she like in in Japan he shot uh, during one of the training sessions in Japan I don't remember where somewhere in Asia he shot this uh, ball from across the goal across the field and it was like some 50 yards or something into a a small goal post and it just went in or uh, he, the once he shot a ball through someone's legs and he does all these ridiculous things it's just that you know it's like you know now it's become muscle memory for him you know the nutmegs he does i've not seen anyone do so many freaking nutmegs in a professional football match in in, in competitions like the champions league you know it's because he just thinks three steps ahead of everyone and everything's just become muscle memory of course the talent's always been there but along with talent he has worked on his mind he is quite disciplined off the pitch he looks after himself well that's why less so like so few injuries he has a great family life you know his personal relationships everywhere are fantastic you know he just holds you know if someone he he never he never cheats he never dives you know he plays the game in the right spirit if there's someone you would ask a kid to look up to if he was starting to play football it would be lionel messi you know so when you do all of that uh you know he just imbibes greatness into him through all these little traits that he has you know so we just have to like it's indescribable how he does these things some of the goals i i can i have if you if you if you put a camera in my head and i close my eyes and i try to remember every single goal of messi which i can't remember every single move of his you sometimes i just go like how did he do that you know it just plays into my head and i think what how did he do that and sometimes you just got to accept you know he is what he is and you just enjoy it rather than finding the answers and you move ahead and pray to god and thank him that god has given us barcelona lionel messi that's it and, and, and obviously added to his technical ability and his skills on the pitch i mean it's it's more frightening that he's now mastered a free kick you know you always start apart from a header a free kick is something that messi was not the best at you'd always associate free kicks with cristiano ronaldo you know uh if you, like say probably 5 6 years ago even though ronaldo's free kick statistics aren't that great at madrid <laughs> overrated uh, overrated as free kicks to be honest i think hamas rodriguez has taken better free kicks than ronaldo no i mean ronaldo uh i think at united was superb at it maybe yeah, yeah of course at, at, at madrid At, at Madrid East, he, he did have it for the initial years, but I think later his game changed in a way that probably he didn't need it anymore. He was more central, anyway. But I think, but for Messi, I mean, it's more frightening because every time he steps up, and if it's in a shooting ra- shooting range, uh, then it's like the opposition now has to think twice before setting up a wall because he is that good with a left foot. so i mean to me it's like you can stop him right 
and sometimes the only way to stop him is to foul him but in the in the process of fouling him you're giving him another chance and this time probably a more dangerous chance with a set piece uh which is, yeah um, which is deadly i mean i i, I haven't seen someone evolve their game yeah. at such a later stage or later part of their career uh, it's usually that you have that free kick ability or you work on it and you kind of fade away as you get older the thing is that see now he knows he's not he's not that 25 year old kid who could run around everywhere you know he's just turned 30 and uh, maybe at 30 and he has to look to the future he's growing older these defenders are young these days he can't dribble dribble i mean he can obviously dribble past a lot of people but he can't dribble past everyone so he has to perfect some things which he can possibly take advantage of and one of the easiest things is a free kick because it's a dead ball situation no one's charging you down you have all the time in the world to choose your spot or your corner whichever you want to pick and you can just deliver it you know at the right power at the right in the right direction and you know it, it goes right then it's gone in and that's that's a goal so um that's one of the best things that you can master as you go older and he's just done that and capitalized on that because he has an incredible um you know coordination of his feet and his eyes because if he looks in a corner and he tries to sh- and, and he he doesn't even look at the ball he just looks at the corner and he shoots it and he trusts his the muscles in his in his leg in his lower limb to follow to he puts the trust in them and they deliver that's it you can't explain that how do you explain that you can't yeah, I mean- you make a really good point about him adapting because of his age and i i do want to sound repetitive because that's the same thing with ronaldo when the moment he knew that he doesn't have the pace to run past a defender and he had he turned into you know step overs and trying to get into the center of the box where he knew he could score more goals rather than take on defenders and run past them because sure yes couple of matches he did have that you could turn on the turbo and go but on a 38 game season or even 50 including champions league and everything it, you get tired i mean it tires his body out and course, yeah. knowing ronaldo and his his willing not his his determination to pro- prolong his life his career in football it was yeah. it was imperative for him to kind of adapt his game move more central and have less time to run at people where more time to get into the right places and take a shot so and i i mean i agree to, yeah these guys aren't guys who you can sub off in the in the 60th minute or the 70th minute or the odd game of course one game probably or two games at most in a 50 60 game season they play almost every minute of every game you know so they have to adapt because they have no other choice because they want to be part of every minute of action you know and it's also not only that they want to be it's like they have to be because they feel they're the biggest game changers for their team it's like if, yes. if ronaldo is in a team that's drawing he knows he hates to be subbed out because he knows he can make a difference Same with messi of course you, of course you will not want messi will not want to be sub getting subbed on off the field when his team is drawing 1-1 with 10 minutes no. five minutes left he wants to be there till the final whistle because he knows until the last second he can make a difference of course of course but uh, but yeah i'm mean, talking about the 
body and how much it can take right for these players i mean messi obviously in the last couple of seasons has had a lot more injuries he had that i think with the arm and then with the leg ankle and stuff like that and he's obviously missed a couple of games this start at the start of the season which is why barcelona's form has been a little shaky at the start but i mean i know that he alluded it alluded to it in the ballon d'or presentation when he says i mean there isn't much time for me there's obviously maybe four years my time is coming to an end how long do you think you see or how long do you see messi carrying on at barcelona or even at in football mm, honestly um i think that he has um around maybe three seasons at barca more and probably he's going to return to argentina and play one season for newell's old boys essentially four then yeah in in, in total four i think yeah if up to up to 34 he should he should be playing yeah fair enough i mean i think it makes sense for i i think yeah 34 i don't see him being like a cristiano who says he wants to go up to 40 i think he knows quite well how yeah. lo- long his body can take it and i think his game requires a little more of an effort than ronaldo does at this point uh yeah, and, and not only that ronaldo is like um you know ronaldo is a bull you know a bull doesn't think much a bull charges but when a bull charges it charges hard you know messi's game is a lot more involved with the with the positioning the head you know you 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 see him he's constantly positioning himself you know ronaldo is out and out a physical player when you play with the mind when you play the game with the head it takes a lot more toll on your head and your body you know so you can't go 40 years like that you you go you can go up to like 34 35 max but i don't think i can i can't see him going more than that honestly all right fair enough uh okay so now that we've spoken about messi let me ask you what was your favorite moment of 2019 as a barcelona fan uh favorite moment of 2019 are you talking about favorite moment or are you talking about a moment that took my breath away either thing if you want to do both but your favorite moment let's go with your favorite moment okay uh actually the funny thing is that both the the moment i hate the uh, the moment i loved the most and the moment i hated the most happened just a week apart actually i can i can okay. i know where you, where you're getting at <laughs> Yeah that 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 free kick that that Messi took against Alisson yeah that uh for me that you know when there's a stamp of domination you know that I am the best free kick taker ever you know if there was ever a stamp made that that ball which he kicked would be the stamp you know cuz I don't think anyone else because there was the margin of error was an inch here an inch there and it's alisson's going to save it or it's going to hit the post you know it had to be perfect from like 33 34 meters away that's a huge distance already to hit it that sweet i have never seen anyone strike a football 
more perfectly than that honestly yeah i mean that free kick was it, like you said it stamped his dominance not only as a best free kick taker uh, but also as like the man of the match in that match like that match was purely on him yeah definitely and uh, did you did dembele missed the setter right at the yeah, end yeah yeah and he got, and messi was pissed off because he missed it oh you know i was thinking after like obviously a week later when i was like sitting in front of my television and i was thinking is this real is this i was telling my brother my cousin just this pinch me is this real like did it actually happen am i dreaming am i in a bad dream wake me up if i am because i couldn't believe it because i couldn't sleep that night and i was thinking the of oh, the first thing that i thought of was what if dembele just put that sitter away oh my god but still you never know you know the kind of mood that liverpool was in uh, they might have like bang five in you never know no that's true i mean you never know but i think that fourth the chance that dembele missed you could see messi's reaction like that was it you know at least that fourth fourth goal that little mental game you might have won doesn't like mm-hmm. barcelona might have won that's what he was thinking Uh, but obviously at anfield you never know it was already it was 4-0 but you never know it would have gone to extra time then you never know because i think at that point liverpool were really steamrolling barcelona that had the runs everything so you never know yeah. but i'm just saying that yeah that could have maybe what if situation sort of and i mean you already the... spoke about what was your not so favorite moment in 2019 and uh, i don't think we yeah, should not, dwell on that too much because uh, i'm going to say it again Um, um, all right so fav- favorite moment of the decade as a barcelona fan uh oh 2010 onwards actually there are a couple of them you know um so one of course uh, there's a goal by messi uh, in the 2011 uh, Uh, Champions League semi-final against Real Madrid, where he gives the ball to Sergio Busquets, and Busquets holds on to it, and he takes the ball from him and goes past uh, Marcelo, Sergio Ramos. Uh, what is that? That that guy, the number ten for Real Madrid during that time. Uh, uh, 2011. It couldn't. Ozil. No, no, not Ozil. Not Ozil. This guy's an African player. Uh, I forgot oh, his that name. Diara, Diara, Lasana Diara, Diara. Uh, he just skipped past them like they were like nothing, you know. Like, and he scored the most unbelievable goal I've ever seen. And the, there's a camera angle from this from the top. It's like a drone shot, you know. Um, I have never. I can remember every single word the commentator says in that. freaking you know 30 second video he's like wonderful 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 absolutely magical really? you know this this a mere goal by lionel messi he literally called it a supernatural goal and that's one of them and um, the second one is uh, uh, when um, eric abidal was given the the chance to hold the 2009 uh, cup when we won the champions yeah. league 
that was that was a, another amazing moment because that really signified Barcelona for us, you know, for the whole world. That symbolizes us, you know, how Abidal beat uh, cancer and came back, and that was, really wasn't that the same time where Alex Song thought it was for him. <laughs> Alex Song, honestly, Alex yeah, Song. You remember? Yeah, you remember Puyol was going to hand it over to Abidal, but Alex Song had thought it was going to be for him. <laughs> like, what? Alex Song has been the most, uh, like, the most comic character in a Barcelona shirt I've ever seen because he doesn't like his his style of play is so unlike Barca. If there's someone you want to point out who doesn't play at all like Barca, that would probably be Alex Song because. I don't know what he did, but why we signed him. That was the weirdest signing of all time, honestly. And he didn't add anything. But, I mean, he didn't ruin anything. When he went up for that, I was like, don't you dare, man. That's for the guy who beat freaking cancer, not for you. Yeah. All right. And your not-so-favorite moment from 2019? Uh... Uh, oh. Not 2019, sorry, it's of the decade, of the decade, sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I would tell you, I'll give you top three. One was uh, Bayern, 2013. Uh, <laughs> all these seven-up jokes and shit that I had to live with. But it's okay, I, I don't give a shit about anyone else. Uh, second was probably the Liverpool game. Um, and third one was Neymar leaving us. Ah, uh, nice choices. Yeah, th- these are the ones that sting the most. You know, they sting. Yeah. All right. There's another moment which I which I completely forgot, but I went crazy over. One of the favorite ones, the six five against PSG. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. The most iconic, but yeah. That, that was that's nice. true. I mean, yeah, there, there are a lot of moments, at least from Barcelona's perspective. I was speaking to a Manchester United fan and there were quite a few only good moments. And <laughs> When you talk about Manchester United fans, you'd be like, oh, shit, I mean, wait. Of, of the decade, it's not been the best, so that's why. So, yeah, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, and what do you expect from 2020 and the next decade Barcelona? Um, honestly, uh, the, 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 this this new batch, like I've been following La Masia quite closely now. We've on the Instagrams and the YouTube videos and stuff, and I'm seeing some of the the goals and the, the talent that they have, and that's on display. And I really feel like it's a very very promising future for us, uh, because uh, I mean it's unfortunate that you know Chavi Simmons had to like leave us and go to PSG, and and I was like. I was shocked with that, honestly, because I thought he was one for the future for us. But we have some promising, um, you know, things coming up for us through our academy, and obviously, uh, we have the Messiah with us uh, for the next at least two, three years. So the first part, the first third of the decade, should look quite promising. And um, yeah, I mean, we are Football Club Barcelona. We are. Probably the biggest club in the world, if not biggest, at least the top two. And uh, we, whatever we do, whether we win or we lose, we always get attention. So 
uh, we are a club that is defined by our football and we will continue to play with that philosophy awesome i mean that 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 was like poetry man at the end that was like brilliant uh, she put that in back on so or, or like a, on the tagline in the club shop or something like that oh yeah kewin club we are more than just a club brilliant all right so uh thanks again for being a part of this podcast man and thank you all for tuning in uh we'd love to have you on for further for more barcelona related uh, episodes uh thanks again for tuning in don't forget to leave a like drop in a comment share with friends and family and you can subscribe to our podcast we are now on i think seven or eight different podcast platforms i think even i've got lost count you can also follow us on twitter uh and yeah so i guess that's it for part 2 uh you can catch us you if you want to go back to part 1 you can do that or you can catch us on the next part which will come out be coming up next so until then that's it for 20 episode 24 part 2 i am your host pradi once again and see you